Welcome to the Type 1 Unscripted Podcast, Holiday Edition. My name is Sean, and we are pulling back the curtain on the true experiences of life with Type 1 diabetes. Together, we will explore the highs and lows of living with Type 1, sharing stories of inspiration and triumph, education and learning, and most importantly, fostering our amazing Type 1 community. Just a reminder that anything you hear on the Type 1 Unscripted Podcast should not be taken as medical advice. So before making any changes to your diet, insulin, or healthcare plan, please consult with your physician or medical professional. Welcome to another episode of Type 1 Unscripted. And you heard correctly, this is the holiday season. So a special holiday podcast is in order, I think. And there's a lot to discuss because you know, and I know that you know what's coming, right? All of the food, all of the food, all of the snacks, all of the desserts, and maybe some of the comments along the way. So we're going to kind of break that down a little bit today and how we can not only prepare for the holidays, but how we can embrace the holidays. Because long story short, diabetes, type 1 diabetes specifically, should not slow us down. It should not really hinder us from enjoying the holiday season. We're going to talk about all the real stuff, the joy, the challenges, and everything in between. And we're going to explore and how we can really enjoy the holidays and the feasts and the parties and all of this emotional whirlwind that goes along with it. So first, let's talk about what we know is happening, right? The holiday meals, because let's face it, there's no getting around it. And they are coming and they're coming fast. Thanksgiving is actually going to be today. I'm releasing this episode on Thanksgiving Day. So if you're listening to this, maybe you're getting ready and you're cooking or or you're sitting around, you're waiting for that meal. This is going to not just to be about Thanksgiving, but we have Christmas Day meal or maybe it's Christmas Eve or like I said before, there's all of the holiday parties. There's a lot happening this time of year. Let's start with talking about what we do know, and that is the abundance of food that will be right in front of your face. You know, most people have two, three, four people in the kitchen cooking up a storm, and that's not accounting for all of the friends and family that's going to bring a side dish and the dessert. There's a lot that's going to be put in front of your face, and I'm talking a carb buffet, like just carbs as far as the eye can see. And in these moments, it's very easy to stack that plate full and, you know, well, I dose for this, I'll eat this, and then, you know, I'll, I'll correct later, and I wish I could tell you, hey, that's just how it works, and, and it's not. But what I'm also saying is I don't want you to stress over the carb counting. I want you to enjoy the day, enjoy the holidays. I mean, if we can't enjoy, you know, special moments and occasions because of a disease that we have, then we are letting that disease define us. We are letting diabetes overtake the special moments in our life. And that's what we don't want to do. Now, sure, are there strategies for portion control, choosing foods wisely, learning how to deal with the unexpected like surprise treats or maybe curveballs in the menu that you thought you were going to have and now it's completely different? Yes, there are all kinds of strategies for all of those things. And we could sit here and talk about those until we're blue in the face. But that's not going to help you really enjoy. That's going to help you probably have even more stress because then you're worried about being perfect. You want to be 
and range. Most people, the, the question I've gotten the most in the, in the last seven days as we approach Thanksgiving is this, is I don't know how to do this. I don't know how to dose for it. I don't know how to manage it either for myself or for my child. Where to even begin? And the answer that I've heard other diabetics say in response to this is, you know what? Some of you are going to get it right. Some of you are going to nail it. Some of you are, are not, and you're going to go high, and then you're going to overcorrect, and you're going to go low, and then you're going to overcorrect again, and then you're going to go high. Like, it's going to happen one way or another. Something, you know, like, whatever it is, you just have to be okay with it. You have to be okay that, hey, if you go high on a day like Thanksgiving or Christmas because of all the food and the snacking, that that's acceptable and probably even predictable. You, you know, like, that's, it's okay, and it's one day. It's just one day. Now, we're going to come back to that here in a minute, but I want to kind of dive into some of the other issues that we're going to face throughout the holidays, and that is the social dynamics. Now, you know what I mean. Uh, the parties, the gatherings, the family dinners, uh, they all come with questions and comments about our type 1 diabetes. How do we handle uh, these curious relatives and friends who might not fully understand our condition. Well, let's talk about how we can educate them, right? Use this as an opportunity to educate those. Instead of being so frustrated, like, yes, I can have the freaking cake or the Christmas tree cookies or the Christmas tree little Debbie cakes, whatever it is, like, yeah, I can eat that. And let me tell you why. You know, I, let me tell you why I can eat those things and the difference between somebody like me or maybe even a type 2 diabetic. Like, use this as an opportunity to increase their education. Spread a little awareness throughout the holidays. Because, you know, in some previous episodes, I've talked about how that's kind of our duty. It's, it's our job to help others learn. And uh, because, you know, again, you already know this probably, but the lack of uh, education and awareness surrounding the diabetic community is so little um, that I think that frustrates me even more. It's sometimes it's not their fault. They just don't know. Now, there are the few out there that we can tell them the same thing over and over and over again, and they just won't get it. But use this as an opportunity to kind of help others, maybe in your family, um, you know, be friendly, but be firm. You know, assert uh, your dietary needs without feeling uh, out of place and the importance of setting those boundaries for your health. It's about being confident in your choices, uh, but also finding support in those around you. You, you, can, you can enable these people to support you in the long run. And I think that right there is the ultimate win, don't you think? Uh, I know I do, because if I could take a moment, if I could take five minutes out of my day to educate someone, and from then on out, I have their full support moving forward for the years to come. What a win. I mean, really, what a win. All right, now I want to take a quick couple of minutes and address the non-diabetic friends and family members out there. So if you are a T1D and you're listening right now, this is the point where you want to call over that friend, call over that family member, turn up the speaker, or maybe you want to send them the link and say, go to this particular point in the podcast and listen for a couple of minutes because we're going to address some things and clear the air. Now, for those of you who are listening, let's let's talk about this for a second. And and this is us helping you understand us. 
And you might be wondering, okay, can this person, can they eat sweets? Should I offer them special food or make a special menu just for them? So, like I said, clearing the air, people with type 1 diabetes can indeed enjoy sweets and all of the traditional holiday foods just like everyone else. The key for us is moderation and balance, which not just for diabetics, that goes for really anybody, but also we we manage that food with insulin. We have a either a, an injection or a insulin pump uh, that kind of works as our pancreas, just like you have a real pancreas in your body that does that work for you. We have that for us, but it's just done in a manual mode. And so, yeah, we can enjoy those foods. It's just we have to go about it a different way and be smart about it. But it does not mean we can't have those things. Uh, so just keep that in the back of your mind. You know, like don't, you know, make the comment about, hey, oh, you're eating that cupcake. Like, it's okay. It's okay. They can have all of the carbs. They can have the mac and cheese. They can have the stuffing. They can have all of the corn they want and the dinner rolls. Like, as long as as if they are addressing it with their insulin, according to the doctor, they are going to be just fine. I promise. The reason we say these things is because during the holidays, it's already stressful enough, especially for diabetics and having your understanding and your support uh, for their dietary choices goes a long way. And it just makes them feel loved and supported. And knowing that you understand just a little bit is huge to us. And it just means the world. So first of all, thank you for listening to this quick little rant. And we appreciate your support and everything you do for us. Okay, now back to all of the diabetics out there. Let's talk a little bit about the emotional well-being during the holidays. (laughs) Because, you know... The holiday season is crazy emotionally charged and managing type 1 diabetes can add this whole extra layer to that cake. It's really vital to talk about the emotional aspects because it's okay to not be perfect. I said that in the introduction of this episode and I want to say it again. It's okay to not be perfect. In fact, one of my big things on my whole platform around diabetes is uh, that we need to strive to not be perfect all the time. We want to be perfect. We're kind of, it's kind of engraved into us to be perfect with numbers, right? Because we have the CGMs and we have A1C and we have correction. Like we have all of the things uh, in front of us that kind of forces us to look at our numbers and statistics. And it gets even harder during this season. And so when I say it's okay to not be perfect, I don't mean like to ignore all of the things like we still need to be smart about our health, but just understand that you're going to have highs. You're going to have lows during this time of year. You might go out of range more than you normally do. And that's okay. Like that's okay. We can, we can compensate for that. We can, we can address that and your medical professional team can help you address that in ways to get around it without ruining all of the fun. Does that make sense? Like, there's, it's okay to just be normal during this time. Like, just kind of free your mind of, of constantly worrying about your range. And, you know, if your A1C is going up or if it's going down, you know, somebody once told me uh, a couple of weeks ago that they're just, they had their A1C checked, I think it was in October or something like that. And they are so scared of come, you know, 
January or February, whenever they get it checked again, it's going to be like crazy high because it just happens to fall. I mean, yeah, it might go up a point or two. But, you know, like keep in mind of what we just went through the holiday season, right? This time of year, feelings of guilt and frustration are huge. Guilt is something that you might battle already, but that gets amplified during the holiday season. And because we want to feel good, right? We'll we'll have Thanksgiving lunch at, you know, your house and then and then you go over to, you know, Aunt Susan's for Thanksgiving dinner over there. And you've had two full meals on top of all of, all of the grazing that happened that morning watching the Thanksgiving Day Parade. And you get through this whole day and all of a sudden you feel guilty because you wanted to feel good. So you ate and ate and ate the food and then now you feel guilty for eating the food. And it becomes this endless cycle because then you go get dessert and because you wanted to feel good again and then there's more guilt. How do we balance that? Like, How do we address that? And one of the biggest things I can say is you need to set some time aside to yourself and just remind yourself of who you are, what to expect, know the probability of what's going to happen after you eat this meal, know that you may not count these carbs perfectly because not all of these things are going to have uh, nutrition labels, right? Especially the homemade stuff. You can, you can look it up and you can guess and be close, but you may not nail it. And if you take five minutes of the day before you go eat these meals and say, okay, I'm, I know I'm going to get a full plate full. I know that I will probably go back for seconds. I'm going to count those carbs. I'm going to have the insulin on board. And I need to know that this insulin is going to work. And if I'm short on the carb counting and I go high, that's to be expected. And like, just tell yourself that, hey, like, I'm not going to feel guilty for being me. I'm not going to feel guilty for living my life. I'm not going to feel guilty for enjoying myself. I'm not going to feel guilty for any of those things. And I'm not saying that's, that's, a, that's a ringer, that's going to work, but if you can just have that moment to yourself and, and tell yourself those things, I promise you that you know the self-love and the self-acceptance will be a lot better for yourself over not only that particular holiday, but throughout the holiday season or maybe even past the holiday season. You just have to be able to say, I need to be me and I'm going to enjoy being me. Now, of course, I want you to enjoy everything like I've been saying for the last uh, 15 minutes or so, but we still have to be smart. I still want you to be smart about the decisions that you're making uh, over the course of the holidays. You know, like I mentioned before, sometimes there's just one big meal that happens at the end of the day for Thanksgiving, right? Maybe it's a late lunch or an early dinner, uh, but there's not really a big breakfast or lunch in between. So what are you doing? Well, you're snacking, you're grazing, you're eating this, you're eating that, you're eating this, you're eating that. Make sure in those moments, even the small things you grab, dose for it, dose for it, dose for it. Uh, what you want to be careful, though, is not to insulin stack. You don't want to get so much insulin on board where you are now have no idea what you've got in your system. Even if you're on a pump, it's very easy to uh, stack your insulin. And then you're going to be battling a lot of lows. So if you're going to snack, I advise you to do it in increments. Don't just kind of every time you get up, walk in the kitchen and put food in your mouth, right? Be smart about it. Like 
okay, I snack now. I need to wait at least, you know, I don't know, 30 minutes or whatever, 45 minutes, an hour before I snack again. And just be intentional about what you're doing. That will help. Okay. So like definitely snack, definitely enjoy the day. Just be intentional about the frequency of your snacking and that will help a little bit. And of course, when it comes time to uh, put that food all in front of your face and you have that big plate of, of all the goodness, uh, just take a couple of seconds, you know, go through the carbs. If you have to, ta- if you have to take a few moments to pull out your phone and, and do some calculating or get a measuring cup, that's okay too, okay? Like if you want to eyeball it, eyeball it. If you want to measure it, measure it. Whatever makes you feel more like yourself and more comfortable, that's what I want you to do. Listen, at the end of the day, we're going to succeed or we're going to fail, right? Like there's two options. And when I say fail, I don't mean you're failing as a person or as a diabetic. I mean, that just means we didn't count our carbs correctly and we spiked a high blood sugar. But you know what? We can get that blood sugar down. That's what a correction's for. We can bring that blood sugar down. It's okay. Does it have an impact on your A1C? Of course it does. But if your A1C, you know, in October, it starts at 5.7 and you go to 5.8 in January or 5.9, that's, that's nothing. That's like, you know, that's okay. Like, that means you were human and you enjoy the holidays just like everyone else. Uh, because you know what? Everybody has an A1C, even non-diabetics. And I guarantee you, there's fluctuated a little bit too. And I'm not saying to ignore the hard work that we did because I know a lot of you have worked your tail off getting that A1C from a 10 to a 6 or from a 9 to a 5 or, you know, whatever, whatever you succeeded. Or I'm not saying to ignore that or, or throw that out the window. I'm just saying, hey, like, enjoy yourself. Be you. Live your best life. Right? Like, you know, Thanksgiving happens once a year. Christmas happens once a year. That favorite Christmas party that you go to and where everybody's having a great time and, and eating all the snacks and playing games, that happens, guess what? Once a year. So for those three times that year, I want you to enjoy yourself. I want you to say, you know what? I'm not going to let type 1 diabetes stop me from living my life. I'm not going to let type 1 diabetes stop me from being me. I'm I, I I'm I'm going to be the same person I always am, uh, living with a disease. But for these few days, for these few moments, it's not going to be the headline of my life. It's going to be in the background. I'm going to be aware of it. I'm going to manage it. But more importantly, I'm going to be me. And that's about it. That's what I have to say. Uh, I wanted to keep this fairly short and straight and to the point. And I just want you guys to know that I am so grateful. I'm incredibly grateful that you have been on this journey with me uh, in this podcast and on TikTok and on the Facebook group. Wherever we have crossed paths and have talked and communicated at some point, I thank you so much for taking time. I've heard so many of your stories and uh, you you guys have been such an inspiration to me. So thank you so much. And I... As we navigate into the holiday season, we're going to talk about this some more. This won't be the only podcast about the holidays, uh, but I just want to say I hope that you have an incredible Thanksgiving and Christmas and whatever you celebrate. I hope that you find time to take for yourself and your friends and your family and then truly, truly enjoy the holiday season. Well, as we bring this wonderful episode to a close, 
Here is, of course, what I want you to remember. The holidays are a time of warmth and joy and togetherness, and living with type 1 does not have to diminish that spirit. It's all about embracing each moment and finding the happiness even in the smallest of things. I want you to go into this holiday season with hearts full of love and and minds full of understanding and as cliche and cheesy as that sounds, I want you to remember to laugh, I want you to remember to love, and I want you to remember to enjoy every moment. Take care of yourselves, not just in terms of your physical health, but also your emotional well-being as well. As always, stay inspired, everybody. I love you guys, and I will see you on the next episode.